0: Hello, check, check, test mic. Check, check. Hello, this is Paano Bato, the podcast with me, Piafa Gonzalez. Every week, you continue to ask, Paano ba to? And along with a special guest who asked that same question once in their life, we will answer your letters asking for advice on life, career, love, self, in the hopes of helping you make life's problems a bit more bearable. Lahat tayo may mga pinagdadaanan, pero sabi nga nila... Daanan mo lang, wag mong tambayan. Paano ba ito? The podcast is powered by Globe Studios. Listen to the episodes and follow the podcast for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Are we Are we on? Are we recording? Is it, um, should we stop talking about the Facebook group now? <laughs> the people we love. We love you, Facebook group! We love you dearly. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who are not apart, you don't need to join anymore. <laughs> we're, we're rejecting. We're at we're, this
2: point where we're yeah. rejecting. Capacity
1: <laughs> we hit the upper yeah. limit. Yeah. I, think, I think we're good. So welcome to the last, this is the last, right? Of the best of yeah, 2020.
3: Yeah. I want to run an experiment where we have an episode of End Slate with Mel, Ramon, and Quark, a Globe Studios podcast. Hello. Yes. Let's see,
2: we can do this. Let's see,
3: we can do this
2: <laughs> new year, new hope.
1: Yes,
3: it's a new year, it's a new month. It's February. Um, Golden Globes and SAG Awards have been announced. Um, We're, yeah, we can talk
1: about that, <laughs> yeah, but you know, but let's not, <laughs>
3: yeah, it's, the Globes.
2: <laughs> it's so, the Globes. I mean, Emily and
1: Paris, you know, <laughs> what's the point, really? Yeah, <laughs> except that no, except that the Philippine star did mistakenly. Ah, uh, huh. credit. <laughs> who did Someone they credit? Asked, like, hmm? My my Twitter, my my Twitter. Oh, na, that girl know.
3: who said I'm the showrunner. Yeah. They found the her in the her. Oh, Phil Star. Yeah. Oh,
2: my continuation, yana. Yeah, oh, so she's a comedian, kasi. okay. Uh, and then, she, yung astigas, she committed to the bit. So she just never, she just kept saying on Twitter, yes, I'm the creator. So recently, I think <laughs> even the BBC contacted her. Well,
1: oh, uh, yeah, okay. because they, they, she said that uh, uh, Emily was supposed to be Indian. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And then she went back the next day be- with a white character and then it was approved. Same yeah.
2: exact pitch, but uh, character. Caucasian.
1: not a green light. Na uh, speaking of Netflix... That's that's we're we're kicking this off with uh some quick cuts. Quick
3: cuts, fresh cuts. We're still (laughs) waiting for our screeners, Netflix. Oh, so yeah, me first because I represent the Korean fans here. Um, from the since the start of the year, I've been watching Yoon Stay on View. Um, I know Ramon and Quark aren't. Uh they don't know anything about the show but it's actually the third season of a popular Korean reality series where famous Korean stars run a pop-up shop entirely on their own like without any help at all and um this season we see the return of superstars Park Seo-joon, Jung Yu-mi, um Yoon Yoo jung and Lee So-jin with the addition of my favorite Choi woo who you guys know from Parasite and trained to Busan. He's also PSJ's best friend. Um, oh. so the shtick of the show is they usually go abroad and run a pop-up shop shop there. But since no one can travel, they they make the they move the show to like three hours away from Korea. It's in this remote mountain town. And the cast is tasked to run a B and B all by themselves. And it's it's pretty it's a tough job because they're just what, four people? Four, right? Or five. They're just five. They're running the kitchen. They're running... They're picking up guests. They're bringing guests up to their rooms. And um, the only thing they don't do is clean the rooms. But pretty much, it's all them. And um, it's such a fun show to watch. Because number one, if you're fans already of Park Joon and Woo Wuxiq, you already know that they're best friends. And you will love the interplay between the two. With... Uh, I mean, they've started together in a number of shows like Fight For My Way... Um, part PSJ did a cameo in Parasite because of Choi Woo Um, and then the other part that's fun is just watching uh, Jung Yumi, who you might know as the train to Busan pregnant mom, um, who's actually a pretty good chef or cook on home cook on her own, and she is this amazing cook that all the guests always say, "Who's the chef? Who's the chef?" Because she's now now my my life goal is to have a meal by by Jung Yumi. Um part <laughs> of your
2: life goal was, was to be so good that people are asking, Who's who's the cook? Who's milk?
3: No, no, Jung Yumi and I want to be waited on by, by PSJ because wow, I will fangirl to death.
1: They're not these guys <laughs> or anything. They're really They're like, they're re-
3: They're really and then the guests there are foreign people living in Korea who sometimes mm. have no idea who these people are. And like there was one scene, uh, one one guest from Perth was like, Who are you guys really actors? And then Choi Woo-Shik was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in this film you may have heard of, Parasite. And then the guy was like, oh my God, I'm writing a paper about Parasite. What? And then Choi Woo-Shik was like, yeah, I play the son. And then the guy in the kitchen, that's the dude who gives me the rock. And then the, he is completely <laughs> floored. So you have these so, interactions. So parang
2: na-out na nila yung Caucasian expat. Uh, he didn't recognize <laughs> yeah. any of the all Asian, Asian actors <laughs>
3: a bunch of them, a bunch of the guests are either they know their K dramas because there's an, there's this Pakistani or Iranian guy naman who is such a fanboy, like he always then you know he recognizes all of them and asks for pictures of them. But then you have the other spectrum naman who are completely clueless, but they know parasite, but they just can't they don't recognize Wushik that he's the main guy in parasite. So it's a fun watch. It's on view. You
2: said there are three hours outside of Seoul, not Korea.
3: Yeah, outside of Seoul. And I oh. think, does this count as prestige TV? Because you have an Oscar-winning cast member in Choi Woo Shik, And you have a soon-to-be Best Supporting Actress Oscar nominee, Yoon Yoo Jung, who is in Minari. Oh. So it's prestige TV, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, depend on the, depends
2: on the treatment, right? I mean, because there's some on HBO like Oscar winners. <laughs> <So>.
3: <laughs> Looking at you, the undoing.
2: <laughs> Interesting din, no, yung mga ganyang parang reality shows na just star their, their famous people. Because I also watched, uh, over the holidays na when I watched Running Girls, which mm. is a spin-off of Running Man. Running Man. And Yeah, so Running Girls is like five different idols, three solo artists, tapos two from groups. And then they just Hang, they just uh, live together for like a weekend at this yeah. lovely house, and then run around. That's basically it, while talking to each other and bonding. was half the episode is them, you know, getting food, cooking it, but see, it. Roman,
3: that's the thing, no? In a Western show, I keep thinking, in these reality shows, if it was set in the West, the the cast would definitely be like. Away, na to, or yeah, uh, walk yeah, yeah. out? I hate this. This isn't worth my stardom. This isn't worth what mm. you're paying me. Uh, pero in in the Korean setting, they're so dedicated to the show, and mm. the fact that they're participating in it that even if Par- Park Seo Joon says it on screen that this is the hardest role I've ever had, and <laughs> but he still do, he still does it. Yeah, manual labor. He's a line cook, but I I don't know what. I
1: don't know why, why the West. Yeah. No, but that's that always goes. But goes back to what I said about there's no way we can have a, a K-pop like group in the U.S. because everybody will just bitch and uh, exactly. break the rules and hook up with someone. <laughs> but the you know, discipline really like uh, goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like new kids um, on the block. Exactly. Like every even one D. Yeah, discipline really goes a long way in in Korea and actually in in the East, diba? except here. Uh, <laughs> uh, like I um, know, well, we'll even even people like Tony Leung and Jackie Chan, right? They they're very known to they they introduce themselves uh, very cordially to every member on the set, mm. every mm-hmm. um you know uh, grip or electrician. They they thank them right before the shoot and then stay after. Uh kailangan eh so parang. I know, parang it's, it's, or even yung mga AV idols in Japan, yeah. di ba? parang they're really not supposed to be known to be dating people, etc. cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, is it the culture? No, it's culture. Uh, yeah, it's culture. Yeah, your politeness and etiquette. Mm-mm. And discipline. And you saw another Korean show, right?
3: I did. Like, it was okay. a fresh drop this weekend. It's not a show, it's actually it's a movie. It's called oh, okay. Space Sweepers. It's the first, so this is the press release. It's the first. Korean space opera big budget movie um it's directed by joe Sung-hee and it's starring Big Boss if you guys are fans of Descendants of the Sun this is jo- Song Joong-ki's return to like the action genre um it also stars The Handmaidens Kim Tae-ri um and Jin sun kyu and yu Hae-jin as a as a robot as an android voice um, so back in the future, in not far off future, it's 2049 actually, their Earth is dying. And uh, there's an there's an Eden in space where rich people go to that's owned by a, a mega corporation. And then the poor people who are who can't afford to live in this Eden are called space reapers who are freelance janitors or scavengers who gather the scraps of of the wealthy people who've left behind. In their cleaning adventures, they find uh, a stowaway called Dorothy who turns out to be an android with special powers that has a shah, and who is supposedly a, a, a nuclear weapon of sorts. So it's it's pretty much like um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's uh, with a super international cast because you have a, a Korean main crew, but at the same time, there's like a French guy a Spanish guy. There's Richard Armitage who's playing the bad guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then in a, in one scene, there's a waiter who's Pinoy and then my daughter was like, oh my God, why there's a Filipino in this cast who's talking how to the in Tagalog. How do
2: they talk to each other?
3: I love it because in the future, in space, there's no nation so you just have to wear this earpiece that translates automatically what the other person is saying. I love mm. that because I I mean, I'm a big sci-fi fan and they... This is probably probably the most fun post-apocalyptic movie in that sense because it's funny. You have this international, truly international cast and it really shows you how it's really going to be in the future. It's not just going to be a bunch of New Yorkers or a bunch of Americans living in space, but it's all nations living in space.
1: So is it um, all uh, out and out like patawa uh, or hindi naman? Para guardians. Like a- Okay. Exact
3: if it's not so they're trying to I think the comparisons are either gonna be Star Wars
1: mm-hmm. or
3: Guardians, and it's really more Guardians. The the humor, the look, um, the action pieces, the scale the scale, the scope, the world building, but it's just a bit too long. And it's mm-hmm. it really offers nothing new apart because it's a found family movie set in space. But it's funny. I think it's a good watch. It's entertaining. It kept my daughter. With me for two, almost two and a half hours, yung yung movie. But if you're looking for a fun watch on Netflix with um, an international cast, yeah, Space Sweepers. And I really wish I saw this in a theater because it's, it's the, the special effects and the action set pieces are jaw-dropping. Like, crazy good. Amazing. I think Korea um, is really going to own the next decade in filmmaking,
1: Nice man, okay. And uh, speaking of eastern countries, um, that's it for <laughs> you. <laughs> no, we, we have Ramon, we have Ramon. <laughs> we have Ramon, suave bro, <laughs> <laughs> to talk about <laughs> <laughs> anime. Oh, no, no, <laughs> what a segue! See, see, it's like you know, I'm keeping things along, I'm, I'm very Smooth aware of our time. We're like butta. 14 minutes, <laughs> so moving along,
2: yeah. I'll keep it short. So, my recent. Uh, happy viewing was the classic anime. I say classic now, but it's only about 13 years, which I forgot. But Guren Lagann, which is known in Japan as Tengen Toppa, Tengen Toppa Guren Lagann, finally landed on Netflix, and I was so happy because I was watching this uh, around the time it came out. But I got busy and then dropped it. It was also that weird era where it was difficult to figure out how to get subtitled anime. Remember that era? I hate that. No, the, the term I remember was codex, codex. You always needed these new codex. <laughs> so, it was so it was such a hassle finding anime at that era. And then I got busy then with work and life stuff. So I never finished Guren Lagan to the point that when I watched all 27 episodes uh, over the last three or four days, I basically didn't even watch like half of it pala. Because I completely missed that there were two massive status quo changes within the series. So I was like, wow, I really like, it's, it's like, like what you were saying uh, about High Fidelity now, if I had dropped the show right before the really great episode five. Mm-hmm. So parang, all, all I thought of Goren Lagan was like, oh, this is just basically the first half and then it really kicks into almost an entirely different show with this, with the back half. But, it's um produced by gainax so they share some people with uh, evangelion there's also a lot of overlap in terms of the themes right it's a mecha is it
1: diaphano or
2: no no but uh, i forget mm-hmm. the names eh, but um, same parang animators i think the same team tapos um there's also it's it's a combination of so many things eh, because there is uh yes very traditional mecha very parang Gundam, there's Macross elements, there's Evangelion elements, but there's also, like, Final Fantasy, Japanese RPG elements, and then it culminates in, like, basically space opera. Hmm. And then uh, it's just so thoroughly uh, satisfying. Like, there are still elements. It's not, like, perfect, but there's still... Even today, like, some Japanese anime is, like, still weird about um, depicting women... Uh, Lagging, na kabikini kahit like they're fighting the, in the desert, and but but like when you know when you sort of um, get past, past that, past that <laughs> you kind there is there's still so many rewarding moments and, uh, and it's just such a great action anime. Also, it's also I love that it does these things with really extreme wide angles, so things get distorted, and then it still has that hand drawn feel. Eh? So it looks really wild sometimes. To the point that uh, sometimes the and and also the mecha designs are not your typical mecha. Like most of them have like basically faces on the chests, and that's where they speak. So when it's talking, it's like the crotch is moving. Uh-huh. So you know, it's 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 this weird mixture of just random bizarreness, but also the familiar tropes of great mecha, and of course, you know, a boy and his robot tropes also. So yeah, Gurren Lagann. Get on yeah. Okay. Where
3: do you watch okay. it?
2: It's on Netflix.
1: Oh Netflix. yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's
2: why I really want Netflix to just get na all the classic anime. The anime I've been waiting yeah. for that, di ba? Like Ranma One Half. Get that. Maison yeah. Iku. Lane. You know, Serial Experiments. <laughs> Sailor
1: Moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dragon even Ball, Sailor Moon. Drag, something that never finished in the Philippines, Dragon Ball Z, also.
2: Yeah, um, Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, right? And then okay. even something like they announced already the live action Cowboy Bebop with John Cho, an pa siya. Mm.
1: And yet, the
2: anime of Cowboy Bebop is, isn't on Netflix yet.
3: I was oh, wow. just wondering about Cowboy Bebop today because it's yeah. what Space Sweepers kind of reminds me of sometimes. But mm. yeah, no. Wait, where, <laughs> where can you watch Cowboy Bebop now?
2: It's probably on like Crunchyroll, one of those. But it's one of those apps I think that isn't available here.
1: Okay, and um, so Malcolm, and Marie. So okay, sorry <laughs> guys,
3: <laughs> we kept pushing back this this episode because we, I was like, I, maybe we should watch Mal or wait for Malcolm and Marie because it's like one of the big Netflix drops this weekend. So um,
1: here we go. So yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, how how I, do you I, feel uh, about
2: that decision? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wrote yeah. in my notes this pretentious piece of millennial who's afraid of Virginia Woolf shit. <laughs>
2: wow. <What>?
1: Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, grab it. Grab it. It's not good. acting class. Na, ano? <laughs> Just shot well. good. Uh, oh, it's not good. oh, it shot acting... so well. Yeah, really well shot uh, acting workshops but uh know, featuring uh not apparently not that great an actress. <laughs> and an actor na puede na.
0: Yeah, um, so.
1: Yeah. Okay,
3: uh, okay, later ning Zindaya questions ko, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead guys. Ramon, yeah, how no, did I, find ikaw,
1: Ramon what how do you what do you think? What do you think of uh, I like the
2: acting, pero I liked how it was shot. I liked Labyrinth's score. Mm. Um, I think I, I might like it probably or maybe I enjoyed it, I should say, better than, more than you guys did. Because parang how I felt about it was, you know how there's like films that are just, could have been great. But there's some inconsistencies that mm. just keep it from being there. Mm. This one, this one isn't great. <laughs> and I I don't even, I wouldn't even say it's necessarily like good, good. but... It's almost there. You know what I mean? Like, you can see, he he just gets in his own way, the writing of Sam Levinson.
3: Yeah, You know what I he mean? He wrote like, this there whole there, movie, right? This whole yes. thing is his.
2: Yes. Um, but it was developed um, with uh, Zendaya.
3: It's a lockdown Sorry. movie. That's what I've been reading, that they shot it. Well, at-
2: yeah, I mean, there there are some really noble uh, origins to it, uh, which is that they were about to shoot season two of yeah. euphoria when the lockdown happened. So Malcolm and Marie actually sort of um, began as a project to keep their crew working. And uh. so, and they actually have, the crew actually have points on the film. Um, oh, cool. And then they, they quarantined uh, all together in the same like hotel or something like that. They shot the film over two in two one weeks, location, nights,
3: yeah. two
2: weeks, nights only, Yeah, one house. Um, See, Zendaya has her own makeup. I think those are your clothes, yeah. Um, And yeah, so, pero, you know, even though it's noble, I mean, I'm just referring to the work here where a lot of it seems to be Sam Levinson uh, working out some issues (laughs) that he had about getting negative reviews for his first film, Assassination Uh Nation. (laughs) <laughs> Which is also now on Netflix, by the way, so if you wanna see that film that he's I think sort of subtextually very much defending it's there um but yeah, I mean the the actual fights I really enjoyed the the sort of arguments, a lot of it felt authentic and familiar. Nux using the word na ginamit. Pero, Authentic. But it did feel very <laughs> raw. You know, parang, I could, I could like, oh, I, I, I've been in this argument, parang ganon. But not in terms of, like, the artist muse relationship type thing. And that's where the script for me sort of becomes so just didactic and very super on the nose na because some of the some of the setups are really great eh, na parang, mm-hmm. you know how in a in a relationship if you're having an argument there's like setups of traps diba yep. so it's like oh i recognize these parts like yeah. painfully so diba but but then he'll sabotage it with like suddenly talking about the industry and stuff na is so particular na parang yeah, this this part doesn't this, ki- this kind of just rings hollow na or too particular in the sense no, nah, i'm not i don't think it's particularly relevant i guess but i really enjoyed the score and the soundtrack and, uh, and how the it was house
0: shot.
3: and the, yeah, yeah, and my the gosh Jemilance. i love the house i had to google what it was <laughs> well, so was
1: it in ano, it, in malibu
3: it's in carmel
1: uh-huh. north
3: of of la northern california
1: well I, I kind of agree with you on the you know, yeah, parang the the arguments do seem ring familiar and know, but it and it's also parang a lot of this uh, insecurity, right? Like he's allowing the insecurity to bubble up. But I don't necessarily feel that it's raw. Parang it feels like a very L'Esprit d'Escalier film. <laughs> which is another one. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yung parang, you know, you like um which means *melts* Spirit of the Staircase, na parang ano, na, um after you fight, you think about what you should have said. Mm. And I uh, and then it's also know uh, it's all so also elegant and it's also well planned out. But while the fighting, <laughs> while you were actually fighting, it it's not as um, it's not as eloquent. Parang, yes, um, yes, yes. So it parang, <laughs> puro, puro monologue, parangologue. Yeah. So monologue, uh, after no. monologue after
3: monologue after uh, monologue. Oh.
2: But that's and, what I mean. Oh. Na parang, there's the there's the rawness of the fight. But what throws me nga is, nga, is they would slip into these monologues, na super run on sentence, na polysyllabic, very jargony. Na parang tapos, it's so prepared yung parts. Na yon. But the mm. setup to that was usually good. That's why I was disappointed mm. most of the time.
1: Yeah, no, and then uh, um and they also start speaking alike.
2: which is another peeve yeah. <laughs> of mine. Na parang, di ba? it becomes so much more obvious that it's one writer. Uh-huh. Na, because the characters' voices are basically the same. And they're throwing the
3: same words, the cadence. Uh-huh. is yeah. there. So
1: congratulations, guys, Levins and You were able to make kind uh, of bipoc. People, I know eh. oh. uh, people of color, know, actually sound like neurotic Jewish white people. <laughs> well,
3: okay, guys, it's because oh. Sam Sam Levinson is a neurotic Jewish guy. Yeah.
1: So. I know there was that that whole thing about ano, no, like complaining about his rave review, na parang, oh god, stop it. Uh-oh. Gets ko yan, uh, eh. Parang hmm.
2: There's this aspect of the identity politics na. It just doesn't sit well, diva. Like, cause if you know the source and then you also, you know, there's that supposed backstory, then uh, he's railing against the reception of his first film. It's like you're using these characters to talk about that issue. It just doesn't, it feels a bit disingenuous, right? I mean, even when like he brings up Barry Jenkins being <laughs> oh, <yeah>. straight,
1: <laughs> being not gay, about Moonlight, <laughs> yeah. So, parang, <like, laughs> Battle of Algiers, <laughs> I mean, going, going that far, diwa. Right?
2: <laughs> just to just to parang punch in my card of, of film snobs in East, what I dito talaga was uh, Godard's Contempt. Um, besides the, some of the more obvious ones like the Cassavetes movies, ba? Mm. but But Contempt has, in the middle of this film, a 40-minute argument lang between a husband and wife inside a room. So this, this reminded me very much of that. And yet... I'm not certain there was anything particularly new. I mean, Mel, you also mentioned who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. Right? It
3: really reminded me of, of Virginia Wolf because the tropes yeah. are there. Oh, uh, so yeah, it's
2: a payan, and and who's afraid of Virginia Wolf was a debut film by Mike Nichols. Mm, mm-hmm. The right? so, I guess maybe he's trying to tip his hat to them while also you know trying to come up with this structure now that they could shoot on the cheap. Uh, in one location
3: It just made me think what are my favorite f- couple fights in movies and the the most Before recent one Rena, was Marriage midnight. Story Because talagang all out yon divana sigawan and then they couldn't even form sentences because they're so angry at each other but this one is just a prepared speech by Zendaya and John John David Michael did I say no. that correctly <laughs> John the, the David Washington,
1: the protagonist. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. John David Yeah, I don't Washington.
1: think they're necessary. I mean, if you're going to watch two people go at it for an hour and 40 minutes, then they should be worth, you know, that time, right? Not not just good looking, which they both are, but parang both of them were not ready for this kind of role just yet. Um, I do super appreciate uh, Washington's may may inflections my ano talaga uh season na talaga um but but there was a part where she starts tearing up and uh why didn't you cast me part which which was actually really uh touching but aside from that it, it just really felt like an acting workshop that was. Shot like a Calvin Klein ad, to to quote a Letterboxd review.
3: <laughs> so, th- what is all the uh, Oscar talk surrounding this movie? Because I, I think it's completely far fetched at this point. I don't think it's eligible, right? Uh, it, probably Zendaya, probably it is, because I think the pundits still have Zendaya in their ballots.
2: Not I mean, in the long release, no. Or That's was it, it? It got a limited release at that.
1: Just for qualifica- mm, qualification. Just to, just, just to qualify. Just yeah. to qualify. Okay.
3: So do you think mm. she's gonna get nominated no. for this? For her first adult role pala to. Huh?
2: Why? What do you mean? Euphoria's not adult?
3: Oh, well, she still plays a high schooler in Euphoria. A teenager. Mm-hmm. Ito yung okay. um, she's not... Ito yung
2: first in Her own age palang ganon. Yeah. Dino pa siya yung Dune
3: eh? Oh nga pala. Oh. Dapat yung Dune yung mga... <laughs> So do you you don't think this is her her Oscar ingenue movie?
1: No, I mean considering I, the
2: competition, yeah. competition, <laughs> the competition. Yeah. Uh-uh. so don't, Quark, you're a film
3: director. I, is the relationship between a director and a muse really like this? It made me think, because is it really this toxic sometimes?
1: Um, I I've never had that kind of relationship. Parang, ano, um, but then also, parang, eh, like, quote-unquote muse, uh, ano eh, parang doesn't necessarily mean for me na, ano, na parang, karelasyon mo, or you want to be in a relationship with that person, parang, they're just really, um, they kind of get your work, or they inspire you to, to work or write in a different way, diba but, but, um, so you know't I, I, don't, I don't necessarily get it, but I'm sure this is an you know, This really feels like an after after fight uh, written sort of movie where I wish I had said this and and this is what she said in not so many words you know it, I, I think it really comes from a very personal place um, but you know i I've actually only recently um uh, started watching uh Euphoria. <laughs>
0: Oh. So uh, so how, I didn't I didn't realize that
1: we were talking that uh, no, it's it's pretty, <laughs> but you you know I don't really feel for anyone and I guess I can say the same thing yeah. about this this uh, no,
2: this movie. Well, to jump onto that no, what's also massively disappointing is that the there were two Christmas special episodes
0: mm, of mm-hmm.
2: Euphoria that were recently released and they were great, like by far by uh, by a mile the best episodes that they've ever done. Na it actually underscored my problem with the entire first season, which is what Quark said. Na it's pretty, it's stylish, but all the characters are kind of caricatures almost. They're just very tropey. They they have roles lang talaga. And then, but the the two recent episodes were so well written, finally giving like so much characterization and and focus, because they're basically one character lang. Per episode. So to have this Malcolm and Marie follow on the heels of that, it felt like hmm, La, uh, is like Hunter Schaefer and and sila, as, the, as writers parang do I have,
3: parang have I to see the first season of Euphoria to understand these Christmas specials? Because I'm the, I want to see the Christmas specials more than you the kinda show itself. You kind of do it
2: because the there's a massive kasi event that kind of happens at the end and of season one, and then the two specials are the two characters separately dealing with the aftermath
1: really? of that. Mm, mm. Nice, so okay. yeah, actually, kinda, that's why I'm watching Euphoria so I can watch those two
3: things. I'll just watch it in the <laughs> background then. They're <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> actually worth watching. Naman talaga yung Euphoria, like it's very especially like if you're a director, I'm sure because it's going to become the peg of like every advertising director like, <laughs> an agency, and agency in for the next few. Because even though it's not like super ratings for HBO, it's like got, it's Stylish. very loyal market. And it's got parang, yeah, it's 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 going to be the peg na of, of a lot of agencies moving forward, I think.
3: Okay, so Malcolm and Marie, stream or skip? Skip na. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Go I watch it on me. mute. <laughs>
2: parang yeah, parang sucker punch lang.
1: Someone uh, wrote a letterbox like, you know, um parang so good if you mute it. <laughs> 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 it was me.
0: This is Quantum Creatives, a podcast to get to know creative Filipinos in different fields and the stories behind their unique journeys of growth. I'm Gio Puyat, a filmmaker and a musician who's always been fascinated by the people I've met through my projects, from designers, musicians, entrepreneurs, and photographers. People that continue to create fulfilling work that inspire me as a creative. We talk about practical things like strategies and habits for getting work done efficiently. We talk about wider insights on different professions or simply industry cheese lang. And finally, we discuss the beliefs that help us stay healthy and centered amidst the challenges of creative work. For a more visual experience of Quantum Creatives, follow our social media for exclusive content, and you can listen to the podcast on any major streaming platforms. Quantum Creatives is a Globe Studios podcast.
1: Okay, so we're going to talk about the best of the rest um and and that that's pretty much everything that's not the movies and not the television shows. So this includes um, video games, uh, music, uh, books, comic books, um, uh, comedy specials, what have you. Anything that we feel you should watch or experience um, that isn't the, the usual stuff we talk about, right? So I think it's going to be freewheeling. Uh, we don't really have a structure for this. So um, yeah, let's start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ganda, ng, I- Ganda ng
2: implication of structure to our episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, why don't you start with video games? Because uh, I, I basically video games is why video games wise this year my main enjoyment was just the, an old game which was the 2018 Spider-Man game. I finally got it and and all the DLC and it was so much fun. It was so great. I kept playing it just to swing around the New York. I I don't know how accurate the New York was, but it felt pretty accurate.
1: Yeah, it was pretty accurate. <laughs> well, Manhattan uh, at least. Yeah, um, Manhattan, yeah. So yeah, no. I I mean I I haven't uh, gotten. I I haven't been able to play Morales yet, Mass Morales, but. Um, yeah, I super loved the first Spider-Man. I think, supposedly, it's longer than right, than the new ps Yeah,
2: Spider-Man. yeah. Because Morales mm-hmm. was supposed to be DLC. Eh. That's why it's Harlem only. It's not even full Manhattan, I think. But, uh, but they were having fun and they made it its own sort of mini-game. Like, Uncharted Lost Legacy was also supposed to be like DLC. But uh, in terms of 2020 games, I didn't really play like brand new games. Eh? But you had at least like... Was Last of Us 2 2020? early 2020
1: yeah so last of us 2 is is like the supposedly the the game right mm. uh, aside from cyberpunk <laughs> which no one got to play uh, <laughs> or which Came everybody broken. yeah <laughs> and everybody returned but um Last of Us Two um, was definitely kind of like the the cinematic video game. Uh, so many people were tweeting about Last of Us. Yeah, this year. it's it's really bleak. It's really not for the pandemic. It's not for quarantine. Um,
3: what's what's I, the story of Last of Us?
1: So it's a you no. Know, it's a uh, zombie apocalypse. Ah. It's a zombie apocalypse, and um, you're LA, playing as a survivor or the zombie um you're well in the first one you're supposed to i uh, know uh you're supposed to protect um uh the, this girl who supposedly has the antibodies for oh, the okay. know, for the zombies and can kind of um uh you know parang way, she, she's been bitten yeah and then but it's a beautiful i you know it 's a beautiful uh chapter one i think. Parang, ano, the the truly the best uh, story in a video game ever uh, most yep. affecting, Agree. Most cinematic. Um, mm-hmm. And it's gonna we, be we a movie Can we, we kind of spoil it? No. Yeah, but, why not? I don't know, if we, I don't know, but but actually for me it's not even a
2: chapter one. Eh? Like Last of Us one for me was like self-contained. It could have perfectly been its own thing forever. So I was really scared when they announced uh, a second game. And that it will be even bleaker now. Chaka one of the main guys is gone eh? now. It's just Neil Druckmann, and then but mm-hmm. the director of the first game is is not uh, on board now with this. He left the company, na pala. But yeah, I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing, even the even the mini series that's coming. Even if it's Craig Mazin of um, of uh, Chernobyl show running. And the director mm-hmm. of Beanpole, so it will be extra yeah. bleak.
1: <laughs> Sayang, ano, ano? It was supposed to be si, it was supposed you know, to
2: be si Chernobyl, Chernobyl director. But <laughs> oh. now it's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> no, after it's even more Beanpole, desperate. I was
1: like, there's no way I'm fucking
3: Did they announce that? the cast already for Last of Us? No, no, not yet. <laughs> ah, pa pala.
1: But you know, you know, the ending is basically, well, he loses his daughter. The, for, of the first, he loses his daughter. She kind of becomes his, his daughter and then but you in order to get the antibodies you have to kill her basically and of course he he dooms the rest of the world by i don't know by by saving her by refusing her. to and, do so yeah. yeah so this one is more focused on her um and it's it's kind of interesting because um midway through you're put in the yeah in the character of basically one of the villains one of the people they go against so <clears throat> it's it's they really use know the video game yung, 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 the the ability to inhabit a person um nice. to yeah 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 ingeniously, diba? Parang okay, you're now now you're gonna have to play someone you absolutely hate. So oh. I was literally. And then you dying. have to hunt the heroes. So. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, and you have to hunt the exactly because it's mentioned non-linear. So parang uh, really well written. Yeah. It's just it it can get really, I you know, I don't know if I want to... I, I super rushed through it. Um, I think I finished it in three or four days just because I didn't want people spoiling the ending.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I had taken my time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, if, if you are uh, big zombie fans and movie fans, actually, I don't even need to tell you to get The Last of Us. But... <laughs> upon further reflection my <laughs> video game of the year oh can is i actually... guess yes and you'll be right animal crossing <laughs> oh. animal crossing <laughs> <laughs> which is joyous and wonderful and just like a bundle of joy it's a super yeah that's what got me through the first 3 or 4 months of um of the quarantine, it's yeah, just,
2: it, yeah, it it kind of like, was naman the game of the year, no? Because like when it came out, talagang everyone was playing it.
1: The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> visiting each other, like oh, Mikey, I'll visit your island. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you see that recent meme? Na, parang the characters of Animal Crossing were like, this is why we taught you the stock market with uh, with turnips so you could take down, <laughs> you know, so you could take down the Wall game, Street guys the Wall of Street
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen that but <laughs> i love look for it. So, yeah, those are the are two games but you mentioned Ghost of Tsushima. Very enjoyable game. That's probably number mm. three. Um, super got into it. Very, I know, very, and they even have a Kurosawa mode so you can play in black and white mono. Alright. Uh, <laughs> So no, getting no, no. No. <laughs> no film snobbery to the <laughs> oh, oh. uh, film so. snob mode. Any books you guys can recommend? Um you you read a bunch of books. I think I most enjoyed actually were two
2: movie related books. One was The Oral History of Days and Confused. Oh, I wanna alright, alright, get that so bad.
3: I wanna yeah, get that It's so such
2: bad. a good oral history because it's super honest. Like there's Wait, okay,
3: so it's is it different from the other oral histories they've given in the past? For magazine interviews.
2: Yeah, this is much more expanded. It's like it's like a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of biography of Linklater and his mm-hmm. hometown because they even she even the author who is Chuck Losterman's wife, um, she actually interviewed also some of the school friends of Linklater who he based the characters on, mm. and they kind of got some a bit a little bit of hometown fame when the movie came out then because they were like very recognizably <laughs> them, parang So, but, and also it has this, this amazing cast, and then so many of them became famous, others did not, but it's also, but they're basically all interviewed, and it's, they're very honest, like, um, some of them feel bad, they their career didn't really go anywhere in terms of acting, but they're now doing other, you know, some of them are in public service, Um there's, People who became big and then are now not so big. One of the main heroes actually is, of course, McConaughey, who was not even a big character. It's just that he charmed the hell out of everyone. And they were like, just keep giving this guy lines. And then, Because it, it helped that the other actor, do you remember the guy who was like the cool... Kid on campus, na boyfriend ni Mila yung. Yeah, yeah. In London, okay. but no. Appar- no, no, no. The the other, they uh, were, they uh, were uh, seeing okay. each
3: other in, during the shoot.
2: Not, not Pink. Pink's the main character, but the parang the, main the big-eyed cool guy. guy. The big-eyed. Okay. Yes, the guy who looks like Joker. Okay, so, um, he was apparently like an uh, 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 an arrogant asshole. He really thought he was gonna be like the next James Dean. So he was like, you know, they Would were that all, he, yeah. And then with Mila, they would always be late. They were just having sex all the time in the hotel. And that's all a lot of his lines went to McConaughey because they were like, fuck this guy. We love this other dude who just showed up and lives here. Give him the lines. <laughs> so that's why that's why even in the last scenes, uh my football field Well actually that happened to McConaughey. Uh-huh. So anyways, I, I'm getting ahead of myself No, I'm getting away with myself. But but it's a great oral history. The other book I really loved. Um, was Lindy West's collection of film reviews called Shit Actually? She has this. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, she has this now classic takedown of uh, Love Actually that she wrote. Mm. It was published three years ago on Jezebel. Mm-hmm. And then this is the author, by the way, whose uh, prior collection, Shrill, was the basis of the uh, A.D. Bryant Hulu show. So very funny. I, it was probably the book this year. Na, I was just irllol Ling every few <laughs> minutes. If I may sound like a Millennial Papa <laughs> or Gen Z na yan. <laughs> no, nah, Millennial not millennial, na- <laughs> millennial. But yeah, it is such a funny book. Uh, and and like her, her rating system in the book is like her perfect film is The Fugitive. <laughs> <further> <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so so she rates every movie like out of ten the fugitives. <laughs> Ganda.
3: So did you buy? Did you download movies, Ramon, or you you, mean you books? have physical copy copies? Ah no, you mean it's ebooks really, versus?
2: Yeah, mostly yeah. ebooks now. Yeah. Ah. It, it's just so convenient with Amazon; it just goes straight on the
3: Kindle. I really should just get a Kindle. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, let's uh let's go to comedy. Are you? I mean, uh, sure. <laughs> I'm being i I'm being. Uh, oh no, you're being new. very Because ah? oh, <laughs> wow. I'm looking, I'm looking. I wanna, I wanna beat, you know, uh challenge to us so we have uh, 48 minutes um comedy I I highly recommend I don't know how I oh no I think I chanced upon it because what's the name of that um Jason no the the the, the dude from um oh my god here I go again uh <laughs> The Good Place uh Crazy Hair boy. no see um Jason Manzucas oh uh, uh, yeah Jason Manzucas <laughs> He mentioned this, like like in passing, in an interview, like just just one word, and I never heard of this comedy spe- special. Um, but I decided to check it out that night, um, and it's Nate, um, oh yeah, oh. which is oh. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie Palamides, yeah, um, and it's Amy Poehler produced, produced by, yeah, yep, produced by Amy Poehler. Um, basically, uh, Natalie Palamides plays this uh, dude named Nate, so she's in character the whole time. Um, kind of like, you know, with a fake beard and like very bro daredevil kind of guy, um, you know, a crushing beer on his head and like, you know, um, a little rednecky, but it's, annoying. it's, uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, it is, it is insane. It is like, uh, it's, it's actually art. <laughs> I I would I would go so far as to say in a parang performance art. Siya. Oh, um, Hannah
2: Gadsby, you know, yeah. Post Hanna so. <laughs> Gatsby, you know,
1: specials. Comedy specials yeah. slash one woman shows. Uh, oh because it's annoyed but it's one of those uh comedy shows where there's a lot of audience participation, but hmm. she doesn't really ano, eh, um force feed it into the audience. So she'll really just keep on like she'll start calling out Hey, Nate! Nate! My best friend! Nate! And she'll keep going until someone answers. Uh (laughs) And until someone gets a clue. And then, like, apparently, in one of the earlier shows, like, she was calling it out for 15 minutes until finally someone's like. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know Joe. Joe, let's say, and then until finally someone goes, "Hi, Nate." <laughs> um, but it's it's really crazy because yun, yeah, it seems to be this um, kind of like parody or satire on, you know, uh, dude bros, dude parachongs, and <laughs> um, frat boys. But uh, after it, it kind of is a really great meditation on consent and on rape culture and it gets really disturbing. Um, which is, you know, we, we, we've talked about Promising Young Woman, which, you know, for all sakes and purposes, okay naman siya, but it's just like this year has been such a fantastic year kasi for, for this kind of thing between Nate yeah. and, uh, ba, I May Destroy You, the Promising Young Woman sound, seems a little too didactic, na, parang so, For sure. Um, yeah, exactly. Apologies so, to
3: all the promising young woman fans in her Facebook
1: uh, yeah I okay,
2: appreciate alive. it, Pero yeah, it, it' parang it just stays at a very certain level, and then all the other. But I guess intentionally, she man. kasi revenge fantasy type lang talaga siya. At lang siya sa bahay na yon. Pero all the other works really were like trying to plumb the depths.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, know Nate is great. Watch it. It's on Netflix. and they, I, No one seemed to, like, you uh, know, promote this. And I think I understand why. <laughs> it, it's a very... It'll really make you uneasy. But uh, I think it's it's worth it. Um, anything else for comedy? Uh, yeah, well, I have a short list here. Um,
2: just to go off now and the... Since Major Related, right, with, with the neat um, themes. Uh, Hannah Gadsby's Douglas her second show after Nanette.
3: Oh, I didn't um, know she which, had a second one.
2: Yeah, so that one sort of continues with ruminations on becoming... Because Nanette was supposed to be like her swan song. Her last, she yeah. To, yeah. And then she became super famous because of that. So that's also one of the new themes. But there's also, again, one of my favorite parts of the show, which is an art history guide. Um, <laughs>
0: there's
2: also... Um, I've mentioned this before, but it's not fully comedy, but yung what the Constitution means to me. Uh, it's another filmed Broadway show that's on Amazon Prime. And it starts also like as someone retelling her uh, childhood story of how she put herself through college by attending these sort of debates about the Constitution. But then it starts becoming about understanding how the Constitution has, be, has failed mostly um, women and and failed to protect them or defend them and mm-hmm. how that should be addressed. So it becomes very personal and very moving. Um, what else? Tapos, ito naman, uh, notable because both specials were self-released and are free. They're on YouTube right now. So Sam Morrill, earlier in the in 2020, he self-released uh, a special called I Got This. And then he would always put on Twitter na, you know, no one was biting in, in terms of HBO and Netflix. So he just decided I'll uh, I'll put out the special myself. Um and it's gotten like five million plus views by now. But more or less one of my favorites of his sort of younger batch, he was um he was someone being championed by Amy Schumer. Tapas what's interesting also is right before lockdown started he started dating another comic i like taylor tomlinson who frequently shows up on conan and then so for a while they were quarantined together as a new couple and then they were putting out like short videos trying to be funny but taylor also had um a special in 2020 called quarter life crisis which is also pretty good um and then later in 2020 sam Morrill put out another special again the self-released and that's and this is on YouTube yes also on YouTube and that one is called Up on the Roof and it's basically what he did during COVID which was because everything was shut down and he that was he was like dying to do stand-up so once they were sort of able to they started organizing sort of uh, outdoor shows on rooftops that's why it's Up on the Roof where you know everybody's wearing masks and taking precautions, but you still get to do, like, a small intimate show. So all these shows are stitched together in editing. And then the crowd is, I think, never more than, like, 30 people. But it's also really funny. And even though, even when some of the jokes aren't especially polished yet, because you could see that he's, like, winging it and, and learning which ones work at the time, there's a charm to it then, eh. And also, it was one of my favorite releases na... Uh, came out during and as a result of the pandemic. So, ano pa? um Maria Bamford's weakness is the brand, which is a lot of... I love Bamford, but her specials can be super challenging sometimes. Like, there's one where the whole special is inside her living room and, there room has, and her only yeah, audience there are... is her parents. <laughs> right? So, it can be tough. Eh? But this one is like as close to normal as possible, where it's it's a stage there's people there and the jokes really work well so that one is really good weakness is the brand and um two debuts that i really loved beth stelling's girl daddy which was produced by conan i think his first uh, special that conan produced yeah. um so beth stelling is also uh she's, she's a writer on crashing that hbo show mm. so she's a, she's sometimes a writer on on some good comedy shows but also a very good stand up first Special, really good, really funny. And then, finally, Michelle Boutot's Butopia show. Who
1: also, performed here, actually? Talaga Was she part of the uh, yeah. Chappelle? The yeah, she was part Ch- of Chappelle, the Chappelle. The Redhead? Ah. Yeah, yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 it's
2: no, a redhead. It? No. Oh,
1: it's no, like no, 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 it's, it's uh, black Michelle black Wolf. One. I was thinking of Michelle Wolf. Yeah. Okay, uh, before we move to music, just two quick ones. I think we've talked about this uh, so many times I'd, and we've just forgotten that it existed in 2020. That is Dave Chappelle's 846. Uh, How fiction. was that? Yeah, we mentioned that. We yeah. talked about it. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. So one of the best, really good, Mel. Like, but but, uh, para exactly Filingo, you lengths. should yeah. have seen it when when it came out, because uh, at that point, talagang exactly what you need to see. And he
3: released it on YouTube, the right? ba? Not on Not on Netflix. Yeah. Not yeah. Netflix
1: It's on Netflix then. also. Oh, it is. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but first, in uh, YouTube. Yeah, and then Middle Ditch and Schwartz, uh, the improv uh, show of Thomas Middle Ditch from um, Silicon Valley SV. and Ben Schwartz. Super funny shit. Uh, okay, okay, we wait. got three minutes to talk about music. I'm just gonna. Long down na lang my top five. Um, so, wala, I wala wala <laughs> early Number five, Fiona Apple, fetch Cayenne. Fetch the bolt cutters. <laughs> Super great. I love Fiona. Soccer Mommy number four, Color Theory. This is her second album. Her prior album was my number wow, one ranking I think 2018. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, Kurang Bin, Mordecai. So if you're into a lot of the oh, old yeah, stuff, so yeah, a lot, lot of the jazzy, um, uh, you know, uh, Motown jazz type stuff. Uh, yeah, Kurang Bin. Number two is Tame Impala's yeah. The Slow Rush, which is, That's yeah, nice just, uh, it was such a nice album to listen to. It came out at the beginning of the year before everything went to hell. And my number one is... The album that I think defined this year, uh, oh, please don't RTJ say Taylor Four. <laughs> no, she's not in my top twenty even. Uh, RTJ Four. She knows, Run, know? Run the jewels. No Taylor. No, I mean, ah,
3: uh, Taylor. Um, mine is not ranked, but I did really. Uh, so I super love the theme and album. The new Thundercat last year was super good. Um, mm. I also like the new Tennis album and um she's only 16 for local the new she's only 16 album and bts's map of the soul 7
2: plus votes for phoebe bridgers "Theme." um locally i think my favorite was it's unfortunate that it came out right when the lockdown started but people forget that just released their second album last year Oh, I didn't even
1: know
2: it's released an album. Oh, see. It happened right around the time the the quarantine started. So, Tarsha's Culture Cow. Um, uh, Of course, my discovery of K-pop. So, I have to put the the two mini albums of Luna, which is Hash and Midnight, but also the two mini albums of Itzy. uh, So, that's uh, Not Shy and It's Me. And Twice's second full album, Eyes wide open. Uh who else? Charlie X, RTJ4 also, if you're on Apple. Uh, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist had an album which is kinda close to the Freddie Gibbs Mad Lib stuff. It's called Alfredo. Um Megan the Stallions, good news. Uh Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia. Haim's Women's Day. Yes, Haimes. Uh, the second J Electronica album and blanking on the name.
1: Written Testimony. That's in my top 10. Ayon, tapos, yeah. um, Actually, he released two albums this year. but so uh, I'm not sure which. He released two <laughs> albums this year. But the, the one I yung like. The long-awaited. Yung, yung,
2: yung, yung I think it's a written testimony. yeah,
3: Before we end, <laughs> I just want to talk about this little film that's very close to wow. one of our uh, <laughs> I co-hosts. I want to talk! <laughs> This movie because you refuse to oh, have a reunion in though. this podcast. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> rock and roll. Happy 10th year anniversary. It dropped oh. in Netflix this this uh this week. Yeah. Um Ramon Thank. caught it. I caught it. I caught it in Cinemalaya when it yeah. showed um. Yeah. So did I did yeah. yeah. so, yeah, so tork. Yeah, so did you <laughs> Mark, why
1: don't you wanna have a reunion here? Uh
0: uh
1: Nayah. Wow. But I know. Uh, um yeah. But 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 to plug, uh, no, we are having a, a Facebook live reunion <laughs> on Tuesday. If this comes out before Tuesday, then were we're you, having b-
3: how did this come about? Like, how did Netflix um get the movie? I, I
1: will be completely honest uh guys i chased them Kinolit, kinolit ko talaga sila i think you've, you've, you, you no, red it you Eddie red it i i know uh, no, no but yeah, because um i mean we basically globe studios shameless <laughs> plugging the 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 first filipino film available on netflix internationally was you know globe studios Birdshot, and then after that uh first uh, filipino original was dead kids and Pretty much everything we've released has been on um, on Netflix, including Guys Aplicada*, which was on YouTube, right? Um, and I think there was a time where, where all these indies started coming out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why can't my indie come out? <laughs> so, I know. So, it was really... Um, I, I kept badgering uh, Raphael Fang and uh, Luis Diocno and everybody at Netflix. Thank you for uh, finally giving in, guys. <laughs> I <laughs> think uh, it was like a real campaign to do it for the tenth. Ah, uh, no, no, it just parang ano, I mean, of course, I, 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 I think it's when Apocalypse uh, Child came out na and and uh, patay si Jesus. And, oh, so fairly recent, uh, uh, Yeah, so parang yeah, parang ano yah. She's no warning,
3: kana I mean, you were holding out on us lang na. I'm not going to say to them
1: yeah how long hold on you i'm gonna wait
2: till the tenth year no. before I drop this
1: no i wish I honestly wish I had done this earlier Parang. um because you know Parang, i think it's uh it's been very heartwarming seeing like a new audience for for the movie um or yeah. people kind of like finally watching generation <laughs> You know? Yeah, or even close friends like see, Amy Marcos like was live messaging me the other day just because she, she had never seen it and uh, parang, yun, she she was ano, she was uh, like r- live reacting to it. So yung uh, live tweets Nikaril. Uh you know what? I didn't, I didn't I only saw her message me, but I didn't see that. Oh uh, no, she, not, so not so live was, tweets, uh,
3: but her tweeting you that her husband was live commentarying, commentating yeah. <laughs> the entire time.
1: Apparently, he had seen it thrice yesterday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, we miss going to gigs. I, I mean, I wasn't yeah. part of the scene at that time, but I, I just miss the whole live music industry.
1: I know. Parang ano. But
3: watching it now, Quark, does it give you like a, a big feeling of nostalgia?
1: I, you know, I haven't seen it in five years. So I haven't seen it actually now that it's out in, on Netflix. But watching the stories of people or reading their, their tweets, parang ano. Um yeah shit i mean I realized every place there except for Segigo's was dead yep uh yeah, the ba parang uh n u one o seven magnet um admit one, ko x as we knew it, may day, they're all gone, and then I know, um uh you know, this is a very personal note, but actually a lot of the film was shot in Alexis Chiseko's house, so. Oh really? Um, a really good friend of ours. Yeah, Audie's house was Alexis's Ah uh, no, uh, Irene's house. I think was so Alexis's house. So all the gate house. scenes
3: were on that street.
1: Um. Yeah. 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 The gate. The 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 emo. That that part. Um, yeah. That was that was Alexis's house. So um, and we ended up uh, dedicating the film to Alexis and Nika. So, parang shit. <laughs> it's really you know. It's uh it's it's nice seeing people react to it this way because, um, you know it it wasn't as I uh, know it it definitely is now another era uh for sure so, yeah. Ramon, so why what do we expect from the Facebook there? Live? <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
3: Ramon, why didn't you have what? a cameo in the movie? He, he did.
1: Where? Did you? no.
3: I saw Chris,
1: I saw Kat, I saw Mitch. Where Were you not? No, Ramon was in Magnet. Weren't you in Magnet? You were in Magnet with Erwin. Mango
3: was in Magnet with Audrey.
1: Yeah, I'm in one of the crowd scenes, but. Yeah. i nakita
2: na ako the editor. Na pa, <laughs> cut one Sino frame before, cut? This, before this face. Yeah. Sully's my film.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Erwin was uh, twice the size. <laughs> that he is now um yeah oh, yeah and then a lot a lot of the cameos am I'm, I'm i'm pretty surprised even mga shinji parang nakikilala ng mga tao so parang yay um good times guys. why
3: did raymond can have a, a bigger role also
1: you know what we really wanted him that that scene with your husband <laughs> Raymond? <laughs> no, with, with your husband, Mong. Ah, the table, the yeah. table scene. Yeah. Ro- Raymond was uh, no, was invited to that day. Raymond and Myrene. Um, of course, we really wanted them there. I guess Myrene, in a weird way, was kind of... Irene is kind of based on Myrene, if the name wasn't
0: uh, uh,
1: obvious. <laughs> um, and, then, and so we really wanted them there. But um, I think they had a gig. Or, or Myrene had a gig and Raymond had to, to go with her. Um, I really wish Raymond was there actually because Buddy and Ellie are there. Mm. Right? So and Raymond is is kind of the one I've worked with the most. So, yeah. So what are we? What should we expect? Na
2: kabalas sa FB Live. <laughs> <laughs> and scandals and confessions.
1: <laughs> you know what? I ano, I messaged Diether. Um, oh dahil. my gosh, Diether! Can was you be there? Can you can you I know appear in the um reunion? And then his reply to me was. Last time I checked, my name is spelled with seven letters, not four. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm boom. I love it. The last time uh, I had physically seen Deether was 2017 at some gym. And then I, I call out to him. I'm like doing crunches, and I see him, and I'm like, uh, uh, Deether! And then he turns to me, and he literally goes, Name's Jackie. Jackie Rogers. <laughs> And he walks away. <laughs> he doesn't say, hi, how are you? Oh, no, he just says that, and he winks, and he walks away.
2: <laughs> Bill Murray I love eh.
3: it. <laughs> and he's still pretty buff. I checked his Instagram after rewatching watching Rock and Roll the other
2: night. Is he here? He's in the Philippines?
3: He's in the Philippines, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Same time zone. Pala eh. I'm sure my internet yeah, Sana
1: talaga. internet. I messaged him again.
2: No, please let him show up in character. Union. Union. I know,
1: I know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Kabala's to God. Uh June and Ramon are gonna be there. Uh in character. <laughs> <laughs> Showbiz pants. I did as as Gento. Uh uh, uh, oh, no, see, as, uh Flame. <laughs> flame,
2: sorry, Flame Pala. Uh,
1: Gliza will be Gruden. there with Jason. I know. Um Gliza and Jason. Uh uh ketchup is I think the only one who's not sure. Uh, he has a shoot. but Aww. but every everybody, everybody okay. is going to be there. We should Lena Bang Bang from the Facebook group is actually the the AD of Roman Bautista. Sea si Cloud Chin yeah. Cloud. Olaf. Si <laughs> <Si Ulaf. laughs>
3: so Olaf. So, why does um I was reading Gliza. She she says that um and I think she mentioned it during Midnight or Midnight episode that the Irene is one of her most favorite characters she's ever played. And Mm-mm. would you know the reason why? I mean cuz she's not in this this particular <laughs> episode.
1: Oh no, record na, lang natin, <laughs> na lang natin. Um uh, no, ano, si at that time wasn't ano. Eh. She wasn't um a, as she wasn't a big actress. Uh, I remember like like her notable Role was like sister of I uh, know Claudine Barreto in um, in a horror film with Chris para parang. Ganon, parang um, so she was she's very much supporting um uh, role. And then so I think when when we we were gonna do ano, Rock and Roll with the studio. So it was gonna be uh and we were eyeing Hart. can you believe eventually Or or Anne. Anne I, was actually, uh, I can see Anne. I
3: can see yeah, Anne. Yeah, pretty in close to
1: Anom. Um, and but i i think liza had heard of the project and then kept on like sending out feelers through managers through casting agents through whatever uh and i wasn't familiar with her um and so finally the auditions happened and everybody was singing yung mga alicia keys ganun nakakaluma yung movie na to na <laughs> the people the the song everyone was singing <laughs> was <"Santa>, people, <laughs> so I know. I think by the time Gliza, I know, I was so sick of hearing that song. Um, by the time Gliza uh, auditioned, that I said, "Hey, can you sing something rock? Naman like Alanis Morissette or, I know, um, uh, or Avril Lavigne or something." Um, and then her answer was like, "Okay, uh, can I sing Velvet Underground'?" <laughs> and I was like, you I literally said out loud, "Be still my beating heart." <laughs> Yo. So yeah, you you young know. um she really fought for the role. <laughs> and you know, you you're asking about muse. Gliza, I think is is the closest thing I've ever had to to a muse. Um so you yeah, I think ano uh, kaise it it kind of also she's a musician now. Um she has like two albums. Um uh, She's on our soundtrack. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm, mm-hmm. deba. So ah, she's in uh which soundtrack? I don't know that. Oh wow, fuck. I did not know that. Yeah, and speaking yeah. of soundtracks,
3: "Rock and Roll doesn't have a soundtrack yeah. on Spotify. Ah,
1: but we will! That's the big enough. Well, well, that's not I, a ena- I was ena- searching today. It's not, it's not. But it's yeah, not. but we will be releasing on Spotify basically the Happy Pucks and Baron Munchausen songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> through Jago through Mapa as uh, labeled. So, um, Ooh. yeah. Well, I before we I
3: close, I just want to say that even if we're not friends, this is really one of my favorite Pinoy movies. And I'm happy that it's on Netflix when I saw it on Cinemalaya, I think I was with Miguel Luktu when I saw it, or Anne, oh. and, or one of, yeah, Anne, Miguel, and... Oh, yeah, Anne
1: was there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we were all together, yeah. we
3: were, and I was crying, um, mm. not because Mong was there, but because it's just my, <laughs> this is my youth. And it, it, the <laughs> ending is sad, and you're pretty much saying goodbye to something that you don't want to end. and
2: Man, uh, Yeah. Even if we're not friends...
1: <laughs> but I want to say objectively, <laughs> even if I don't know Quark. I would. Nobody, well, uh, I don't know. A super touching story, so I'll share it. I remember, Bianca had a set yesterday, uh, mm. but it was like a virtual set. And. um uh, she it was self produced, so she almost cancelled it because she you know she couldn't afford the sound system. Then the sound system guy said, You know, you know and then he quoted the Ellie, you know, Ellie wow. speech in rock and roll. And He's like, I, I would have been an IT guy, but I heard this speech and I decided to follow music as my passion. Then, parang, parang, ko siya, parang sir, <laughs> so, parang, wow, wow man, parang. Uh, no, it's it like okay, <laughs> Parang i can die now, but I'm gonna nah, I know, so um, yeah, I think diba? i mean of course, you know you have your occasional i don't gen z or will mean things <laughs> 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 or or ano, or film critics actually in general i don't I don't think I' really that fan of the film, but um yeah i I think um it just seeing you know, parang just seeing uh, the all these tweets and, and everything and it's it's so, parang, check and I parang the message brother, ano, parang, congratulations, we really, ano, <laughs> we really made a difference. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's, it's really, I think, the most personal film, uh, uh, you know, we've ever made. So, and, and, uh, and that includes you know even script con si, si King Palisoc <laughs> I didn't want to talk about the film and now I'm like getting all emotional about it but <laughs> <laughs> so there so Rock and Roll is Mouse now plans. Netflix
0: Tall now Netflix. this
3: episode is supposed to be Rock and Roll but just the director refuses to make sure. it a deep dive into Rock and Roll
2: <laughs> shout out <laughs> to cast. <laughs> Kat- Shout out to Kat
3: Belayo who woke me up this morning saying, Hey, can you send me that screenshot of my cameo in the film so I can promote it on my
1: Instagram? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. I miss you, Kat. I miss you so much. Yung
2: follow-up question, guys, kailan yung ano, kailan naman yung rakista babagsak sa Netflix?
1: Yeah, you know that's <laughs> um R- rakista for for everyone listening because no one knows except you and me you and i <laughs> what what this is it's it was supposed to be us basically we we shot rock and roll 2008 then we ran out of money uh and then tv5 said oh let's make a tv show out of your movie and so the ra- there was a tv show called rakista which was a spin-off of the movie but it came up before the movie <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a lot of the characters, Sina Ulap, uh, Sina Flame Tiger Blue, then um, they show up. Si, um, si Raymond Marasigan. Raymond <laughs> Marasigan, finally he shows up. And then, um, I think TV5 owns it. Actually, a Malaysian company owns it. Um oh, yeah, oh, yes. This was before, the before, time. Na, before yeah. MVP. Oh. Yeah. So, it's it's going to be hard. Who has the
3: copies? Do you have a, a complete copy? Of all the yeah, episodes? yeah, I
1: do. Uh, <laughs> I, think, okay. I think I have. Mads has for sure, but I you know. So game, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ng ano? Community. <laughs> just, just. Just. So, uh, Ramon, Ramon was a writer. Uh in um and Roman had many, many, many uh cameos. <laughs> well,
2: by requirement, we didn't have he didn't have a budget,
1: so it's like oh, yeah. the, the crew pas. <laughs> But, fun times, yan, parang, the Super. network didn't give a shit. <laughs> so, oh, actually, so I know,
2: I, that might be my most enjoyable like, professional experience. Because we were just having so much fun. And then parang at the end of like two months, it's like, oh wow, we get paid pala for this. Diba? But the whole time, kasi, we were just going crazy. And I remember we, we also knew diba, that the, the network didn't care. Because they put us against ano, TV Patrol.
0: So we,
2: <laughs> talagang, kn- suicide. We, we were doomed. Yeah, Talaga, we knew no one was gonna watch this because it was like, who's gonna watch us, Against TV Patrol. So, but once we knew, like, I think episode three, we knew now. Okay, they don't give a crap about us. That's when we pitched art zombie episode. And then once that yeah. got approved, and we made that, we realized no holds barred. Not all. So the rest of the yeah. season is like may, may, may zombies, um, may, my my zombies, my my Um <laughs> my murder mystery. My <laughs> what? <Di ba? laughs>
1: na parang tapos, yung, ano, yung Murder Miss Racy ano si Vicki Velasco the the production designer yung naging oh, killer oh tapos di in, naging <laughs> detective
2: story kasi si Wincy becomes one becomes a detective suddenly so, <laughs> so suddenly it's a part a part procedural and then I remember we were like dreaming of a second season even though we knew it wouldn't happen <laughs> <The> post apocalypse <laughs> oh, hindi nangyan or oh, yung ko from the parang ideas for season two was ano eh we would introduce a character na android na parang pangit lang na makeup, na parang may steelboat lang, sa chisapisne, gano'n. <laughs> <laughs> pero pero robot siya talaga.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good I mean, ano, si, ano, si Jenny Hamora, I remember, played ano, eh, parang a BDSM teacher. Um, and she, ano, ba? she was foul-mouthed. Or no, she played the manager, then she was like super foul-mouthed. Uh so she'd always ano, uh, curse uh and we'd put bleeps over it. But sometimes hindi to my yung bleep, so ano, no prime time television. <laughs> talagang you'll hear tang ina, tong ina talagang poke ng So, this
2: needs to be on Netflix.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, that'll be my next ano, mission. Yay. And with that,
3: we with say that, good we night, night.
1: <laughs> goodbye. Two hours, the bat, <laughs> two hours. Let's go. Let's one go. one hour, and twenty minutes. <laughs> so I'm gonna cut a
3: section <laughs> off of this show. No, just kidding. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> Thanks,
3: guys. Thanks, everyone. Oh, I think our next episode is with um, the Yellow yes.
1: Rose crew.
2: Yes, I think Cassidy. we have Dayan
1: Paragas and we have um, Princess, Princess Ponzalan from Yellow Rose, and um, yeah, maybe maybe more. So. Stick around. I mean, yeah. st- and not stick and, around. And, yeah, Just and catch the me. film. It's on VOD. Yes, and then uh, no, no, and then uh, I won. So, oh, yeah. cute. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah.
3: All right, guys, thanks for listening. This is Mel, Ramon, and Quark. You listen to Slate, a Globe Studios podcast.